Uh, lame ass. Ass fart. No, cut that. Things have been going along very well. When all of a sudden, it happened. Are we finally ready to start? Live from the City of Roses. I thought this would be funny, but it's not. This is LAAF. Everyone thinks we're incompetent. With Grace Faye. I just want to tell you all how happy I am to be back in the studio. Grace! And another unsung blue collar hero. Jimmy McCammon. Don't you sometimes hate yourself? Constantly. The old team together again. Oh. Nothing can stop us. See? This you must have dreamed about this moment for a thousand times. Is L-A-A-F. How'd you like it? Oh, I didn't. Thank you. I'm going to leave them the worst review. I love it, Pomona. And action. Calm down, robots. Here we go. It's the L-A-A-F podcast. We're doing a show. It's a show happening from Los Angeles. We uh, cover all the entertainment news. We cover all the delightful... Uh, Goings on of uh, your favorite celebrities. I am uh, simply your humble engineer here to ruin the show for you every single day. Hey, come join and take part in what is the LAAF family over at patreon.com slash LAAF. We want to do the show more regularly. If you're a regular listener of the show, you might have noticed we've taken some time off, taken some weeks off here and there. You know why that happens. We got to work. Why do we got to work? Because the money, right? Because why? It's expensive to live in LA. It's expensive to live anywhere. So... If you want to help pay the rent and do the things, you go to the Patreon, and we do more shows uh, per the thing. Uh, uh, you know, get back to like every Thursday, every Tuesday, whatever it was we were doing. Living that L.A. life, waking up early. My call time tomorrow on set is 4.30 a.m. That's kind of standard. That means I get up at 3. Then there's like a hair and makeup situation. Oh, yeah. Been working some random gigs, which is what I do here in L.A. Um, let's see. Not just dancing at bar mitzvah but now I'm um, handing out trophies at golf tournaments. That's That's another thing that you can do. You put on a little polo shirt and a little skirt and some sneakers, and that's another job that girls can do in L.A. So, you know, the hustle is real, folks. In order to be able to live this amazing life that we do and buy all these expensive green juices, you know. When I put on that outfit, I just get kicked out of the El Torito. (laughs) It's it's like it's not a little short skirt. It's one of those like skorts. Yeah, so it has right, little sh- shorts underneath it, but it's oh, super yeah. short. Yeah, those are kind of funny because they're really tricking you into thinking that the girl is wearing a skirt that's yeah. far too short. Every girl knows to wear boy shorts under a, a dress like that. Like definitely that's the fashion in the bar mitzvah middle school scene. Uh, Grace, is we just short call them shorts. And and um and sneakers like the girls are wearing like not just converse but like rhinestone studded sneakers with skirts but there always are the boy shorts underneath so we just call them shorts grace okay boy shorts are a type of underwear for women this is stupid then they're very tight and don't small. call them boy shorts call them women shorts i'm gonna um i'm gonna put Stop. you in a pair of boy shorts and they're I gonna be not. so tight and funny <laughs> no I've uh, the last time I wore shorts like that was at Burning Man though. Oh, that was a long time ago. I didn't see your outfits for Burning Man. That was it. 
Yeah. Did you have fishnets on? Tiny shorts and uh, some sort of vest. I had some sort of vest going on. You love on. a vest. Yeah, I like a I like a vest. Like a fringy cowboy leather vest or like a done up like 1930s three piece suit vest? Uh, I think the three piece suit thing. Oh, nice. You know, it covers yeah. better. But I just like this simple, you can't tell, you know, it's just black. It comes from the JCPenney. It's in the right size. Sizes are a problem for me. I am in between all the sizes. My arms are too long for the shirt that fits me. Right. I, right. Well, I buy, I purchase skinny. the shirt that fits me, Grace, and then my arms stick out of it. It fits me in every other way. Well, you should get some stuff tailored. I'm going to, I oh, did a sure. super deep spring cleaning, which Go is now. Go to patreon.com slash LAAF and just become a donor so that I can get things tailored. I'm going to get a couple things tailored this week. Finally, it was part of my deep spring cleaning. I told you guys all to watch the home edit on Netflix. Uh, it's very inspiring. How deep was it? I did such a deep home edit Whoa. that I pulled out the vintage dresses that were in the suitcase in the storage from the back of the storage and from underneath the bed. And I'm selling a bunch of them and I'm giving a bunch of them away. Now, you can give to thrift stores, but you can also have a clothing swap with your friends and actually give them a chance to get some of the best clothes. I find that you're more likely to let go of better things when you know that your friends are going to get them than you would to just give them to a thrift store. So that's going to help. Yeah. So it, it feels so good to just get rid of things and make room for more things. Well, that's exciting, Grace. It is. It's yeah. May. It's spring cleaning time. Well, getting stuff organized here, there, everywhere, uh, getting our lives in order. What's to become of us, huh? After this post-pandemic apocalypse that we did not experience. We're going to party, man. Like, like oh, sure. live shows are back. <laughs> parties are back. I've got a little bit of entertainment news later. Uh, now that you speak of it, live shows are kind of indeed back. Uh, there's a few going on in the LA area. Yeah, we're gonna go to a concert. And also, um, also the the uh, I've been looking at the voter guide. You know, not just local, but California, indeed national I got elections that. are coming up. Yeah, it's interesting. When I found is my it? candidate. It's the midterm elections. When are they? Uh, you know, it's uh, I'll look on the face of the. You know, it's a date. Yeah, because I... It's there. All right. Here's my candidate, though, for governor, Mariana Dawson, right? Okay. Do you want to vote for a lady? Do you want to vote for a lady who had an opportunity to write seven paragraphs, just like Renette Senum, as her statement in the voter guide for governor, but instead wrote this statement, F all politicians. Okay, that's her. In the voter guide. It's in print. Take a look at this. That's her statement. Let no me give you party preference. We're going to take a photo Brian, of that and I did. put that I on the Instagram. It. Oh. Uh, a Brian Dahl, Republican, who wrote this blah, blah, <laughs> blah, blah about COVID 19, yada, yada, blah, blah. These people who wrote all these paragraphs. I like Mariana B. Dawson's statement. F. All. Politicians. Me and you, like Cagney and Lacey, or Scott and Bailey. Or maybe a partnership where one of them is a man. Yeah, team us. I must say this is irregular. If you like blood and thunder, come with me. Live from the LAAF Podcast Studios, this is Breaking News. Breaking News. The Buffalo suspect planned his attack for months, revealed uh, online posts. Oh, yeah. So there have been a couple mass shootings. It wouldn't be America if we didn't have a few mass shootings. 
Um, we did have one in California um, at a church where one uh, person was killed on Sunday. But I'm um, speaking about um, the attack in Buffalo, New York. I guess uh, this 18-year-old white supremacist, um, super right wing, who had mental issues, was still able to buy this assault-style weapon and, yep, killed um, a whole bunch of people in Buffalo, New York. Oh, yeah, white. the Venn diagram for white supremacist and mental issues is like almost just a circle. And basically what um, some statistics are saying now is that the right it's the right wing white supremacist groups that are much more likely to violently attack others like leftist parties like islamic terrorists are much a much smaller percentage than the amount of white supremacists who are violently attacking people. okay thank you new york times uh the man who supplied fentanyl that killed mac miller in studio city gets 17 years in prison so that's good they Fentanyl's found bullshit him? and uh no one should sell it and you know you're selling poison when you sell it and uh i don't mind them being uh i don't mind the big corporations who sell the pain pills to people being prosecuted, and I don't mind fentanyl salespeople being prosecuted either. Um, but also, I don't know. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm liberal on drug sales, so it's like I kind of don't want that to spill over into your friendly neighborhood Coke dealer. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know. Uh, the fentanyl is really poison, and uh, I've even had uh, acquaintances who have passed away due to, you know, fentanyl use, and it's, uh, it's no... No good, and uh, you can't use any of your, you know, your your less uh, deadly uh, powdered drugs anymore for fear that fentanyl might be in them. So well, and fentanyl is killing a lot more teenagers now because they're taking it in pill form, thinking that it's Adderall or OxyContin or yeah. Xanax or something like that. Um, and if you take it in pill form, you might not be injecting drugs. You think you're just taking a fun pain pill, right? And that also has fentanyl, so not just the powdered white. So. Um, we've spoken about it before, but basically you don't have a second chance if you overdose on fentanyl unless you have naloxone immediately right there. Um, you yeah. only have a few minutes to reverse that overdose. you got to have that thing that John Travolta uh, shoots you in the heart with in Pulp Fiction. Um, and sometimes, unfortunately, those don't work, as yeah. we know from Adrenaline. Personal, someone that we know. Go for a run. All right. If you smoke too much fentanyl, you need to get out for a for a real fast, real hard run, like wind sprints, right away. Explosive. Is, is that where you run into the wind, or you I, run with the wind I, at your I back? I actually don't know. I think you're supposed to get winded. I have no idea. Well, I had <laughs> a, um, I went in the sauna today, just at the gym. Like nothing's too fancy, not too fancy of a spa, um, but. After sitting in the hot tub and then going in the sauna, like I felt completely different afterwards. I like, completely transformed, almost like I'd taken drugs, right? It, may, it alters your state, it, you sweat. There are all kinds of other ways to get naturally high. A form of exercise Sex, consisting of repeated dance. alternation between a walk or a slow run and a faster run. So, yeah, so sprints. you're jogging along, and then you sprint, 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 sprint. Yeah, sprint Wind to the sprints. telephone pole kind of thing, and then jog, jog, jog. Yeah, well, I don't know why they would. Maybe uh, I would say that the part where you're running fast, you're supposed to run till you're winded. That's why it's called a wind sprint. Mm. Wind yourself. Mm. Who knows? Why were we talking about it? No one knows. There's more news to get to, Grace. Explosive. <laughs> Please send money. Explosive growth leads to record high rents for Southern California apartments. Um, 
So I only looked this up because this I only like the headlines. Obviously, I don't read the stories. I don't give a shit. But this flies in the face of all what all of um, my uh, favorite Republican commentators are always saying to me, which is that everyone's fleeing California. Isn't that an oxymoron? Like seriously. <laughs> Everyone's fleeing California is the whole narrative from the right constantly. In 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 California, Republicans and uh, conservatives who live here are constantly <laughs> screaming at you that everyone's leaving. And I'm like, okay, well, I, why do I have to hustle so hard for work? Why is everything so expensive? I hope everyone does leave. I hope they do. I actually like it here. So, so I will stay and they can leave. But the fact is they're not leaving. They're coming in record waves. Uh, property is in is more in de- rental property and purchase property is in, more in demand than ever, and uh, yeah, it's hitting of course the poorest of the people, uh, as uh, you know, harder than everyone else. Churchgoers hogtie a gunman. Uh, That's in- what happened this Sunday. That they actually took him down. The tr- after he killed someone and shot people. I didn't know people. that part of the story. Yeah. I had only heard of the, you know, the casualties. The blah, congregants blah, blah. themselves took the guy down. I'm gonna go broad. I'm gonna do a broad generalization here. Crank the music. Presbyterians. A sure. Yeah. Well, Presbyterians don't fuck with them. But also, I'm saying I've known since the '90s because I was in I was in a, a, a OC in the '90s. And you would see, and you saw during the riots, the frickin' uh, Asian people were the ones with the guns on their roofs, and you knew from then on, don't ever fuck with them, right? Like, just don't fuck with them. Like, I know, I know they smile a lot and they look small or whatever like that, but, like, just don't fuck with them. You don't <laughs> want to, all right? They hogtied this guy. <laughs> he got off, he got, uh, one, he got, he killed one person and five wounded. Um, so you know about the Eurovision? It's a funny show on Netflix with Will Ferrell. Uh, yes. Um, yes, but it is an actual song contest. It's a movie. Um, it's funny. Um, he does like a fake accent, European accent. But um, they did just have the actual song cast contest, and guess who won, Jimmy? What, who, um, Ukraine won. And oh. with a huge wave of goodwill um, after Russia invaded them, they won the song contest. I guess that's all that Europe can, can give them for help right now. Um, but yeah. Uh, Runner-up was the United Kingdom, and then Spain came into third place, Sweden fourth place for these original songs and these very elaborate, like, dramatic vocal performances. Yeah, I'm conflicted because I have good feelings for Ukraine, but also, like, um, uh, I'm I'm skeptical of anything popular. Uh, The Cannes Film Festival is happening right now. I guess they're back with all their glitz and glam. Please pronounce it correctly. Hall. Con? Hall. Uh, they're in the south of France. Um, I guess uh, President um, Volodymyr Zelensky did make a surprise appearance via satellite. And, you know, as usual, the Europeans, the Americans, the liberals are supporting Ukraine in all these superficial ways. You're listening to LAAF. You don't sound very cheerful for a girl who's giving a tea party. Why should anyone be cheerful? She had such... Grace. Come on, I'm from Connecticut. Well, you know, Grace is a tough one. Ladies and gentlemen, the LAAF podcast proudly presents... Can't stop helping, won't stop helping. Grace? Well, you don't want too much Grace. She's here to guide you. Wear a cute mask. This is how helping works. Love the Guggenheim. I'm all about saving the trees. This is Grace. She's a natural beauty. No, no more helping. I like a more upscale nachos. Is trying. Just go along and sell out, honey. 
to help. Helping accomplish. It's the little old lady from Pasadena. First day of Christmas, my grace is shaved to me. 1,200 humble figurines. Yeah, on the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Uh, uh, but so many doilies. On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Oh, totally, I'm into it. But then now I'm doing it and I'm grumpy. On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. <laughs> Ten mile high pile of paper. Now you're just bitching about joining. Well, I didn't. I didn't bitch about it. <laughs> Did you turn me? Welcome on? to Gracemas, everybody. We'll, we will give Grace back her <laughs> segment. Hello. Oh. I wanted to take it over to wish a happy birthday week to the co-host. We will be doing a special birthday show. Uh, I don't know, Sunday, something like that. Monday. Ooh. When's your birthday? My birthday's Monday, but this is the show oh, for yeah. my birthday. I'm so excited about it. It's coming oh, yeah. up on May 23rd. No, we got to do one of those birthday I'm turning shows. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, 29. <laughs> I'm, turning, I'm turning Hollywood young. 29.19. Um, yeah, I'm excited about that. Uh, I love this time of year. I love May. Uh, it is Taurus season, so we're grounded. Um, the You just pruned all the plants on the balcony the other day, Jimmy. Yeah, you got to do that. It it's spring. Great. They're about to pop. You want all the new stuff to be... Put your uh, seeds in. Oh, and here's a pro tip for the gardeners out there, right? You might be tempted to prop up your plant. Prop it up with a little stone or a little chunk of wood. Do not do that. Why not? Because it's going to make the bottom of the plant rot. It's going to catch moisture in between your little stone. Instead, prune, prune, prune until the stalk can support it and and make it neat and only soil around the bottom of the stalk. And then it'll be healthy. It'll get lots of water to the new stuff and it'll be able to stand up eventually on its own. That's a good gardening tip. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Only your fruited plants should you ever have to prop up. Only your plants that produce fruit. Anything decorative, anything else, you never want to stake those. You always just want to prune and then let them grow a stalk that's like going to be hardy. You know, one of my favorite things about plants is you put them next to another plant that's taller and they grow taller like the other plant. Like they're trying to be friendly with it. That's L-A-A-F. Yeah, well, that's one reason why people move to L.A. is to be around people that are doing a little bit better than them in their creative field so that they can you can grow taller like that. I mean, the, the bad thing about living in a small town is you basically hit your, hit your wall and there's nobody there to inspire you to be better because everybody's... Because you can only go so far. They, just, in fact, then in a small town, people kind of drag you down because they're like, "Oh, well, don't don't excel too much." In LA, there's no cap to how far you can excel, how much money you could make doing what you love. Um, so, but it you'll is, also never impress anyone. Yeah, you'll never impress <laughs> anyone. But like, good, be humble. Yeah, like, that's cool. Be be at the bottom of the of the pack. I I appreciate it. Um, yeah, it was a full moon, um, and now we're waning. Did you see that incredible lunar eclipse? I was driving home from uh, Northern California during that lunar eclipse, and it was amazing. It was a full wolf blood thing. I don't know. A who blood knows. moon, yeah. Sure, but like uh, the point was like it kind of like uh, melted away and got all red, sort of. But then at the very tip of it, it was still illuminated with this one little disc. 
for a while. It was really weird looking. Like, I can't really describe it. it. Like a light coming out of one end of a ball. Yeah. Well, what happens is the moon passes through the darkest part of the Earth's shadow. It's called the umbra. And when the moon is within the umbra, it gets a reddish hue because blue and green light gets more easily scattered by dust particles in the atmosphere, and orange and red colors remain more visible. Hmm. So I love that. So you can see the orange and the red and not the blue and green as much. Um, but it's, I like that. It's, that's what the shadow of the earth looks like, that it has all these colors. So um, it has some meaning, of course, Jimmy, when it is a lunar eclipse. Uh, my friends and I, in typical L.A. fashion, have been chatting all about that, the meaning of an eclipse. Um, basically, it affects you in different ways. Uh, it was in Scorpio this time, and it's sort of like a big culmination of energy because it's the full moon, and perhaps it shakes up some of the deeper things that are going on in your life. I was hungry, horny, and tired that night, but I am those three things in that order every single night of my <laughs> life, so I don't know if it was the full blood moon or what happened there. Um, perhaps you could let go of emotions you no longer need regarding ties to the past. That's something that you could do during an eclipse, like letting go of, of uh, things you no longer need, just like I'm letting go of some of my dresses. This is LAAF. It's a comfort. It's weird. For the whole week? Yes, sir. And now... That's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and guess what else? Today, Junior! The LAAF Podcast presents... Today! Today! Is today even a thing? Even a thing? It's hump day for one thing. Happy Wednesday. Yeah. It is May 18th. National No Dirty Dishes Day. Uh, I don't do... I mean, I'll leave some in there overnight, hopefully with some water on them. But in the morning, that's my meditation, man. That's my first cup of coffee is doing the dishes. I'm it's angry. It's why I'm marrying you, that I'm, you do the dishes every single I'm morning. I'm angry at anyone who, like, denies it to me. Like, sometimes, like, in, well, where I stay up north, right? Like, uh, I'll be doing the dishes. Well, they've gotten used to me now. But I'd be doing the dishes and somebody would, like, wander into the kitchen while I'm doing the dishes to make their their slop their bagel or do their fucking you know eat their sugar morning sugar whatever yes we the know fuck you live in a do. commune in northern California <laughs> when you're not living down in LA so so like you know they're they're in there and they're like oh you don't have to do those I'll do those and I'm like get the fuck out of here what I'm yeah I'm doing these out of duress you know like someone's making me yeah, it's nice to do dishes. You know, it can uh, that hot water can feel so good. And if you don't do your dishes, um, it actually that bacteria, if you let water sit in there, can um, generate That's good salmonella. For you too. It's good and for you. Take a drink of it, and all kinds of weird. It'll gross. keep you healthy. It'll keep you from getting coronavirus if you take a slug of it. I don't think that's that's true. Correct. It's science. It's Dr. my doctors J. told me that. Um, it's National Visit Your Relatives Day, which. I've been oh, yeah. experiencing some amazing FaceTime visits with aunts and uncles and cousins and cousins' children that I haven't done in a while. So if you can't visit them, um, maybe reach out. Reach out to your relatives, even the more distant ones. Do a FaceTime call and maybe think about visiting them because there's something like fam. I don't know. Family's, family's cool. And I think a lot of us lose touch in this day and age with our distant family. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, the younger you are, the more you're, you're, you know, you don't feel the immediacy of anything. So you're like, don't keep in touch with family. But then as you start to get mature, you're like, oh, I should keep in touch with people and maybe have a relationship once in a while. But I don't. <laughs> oh, hey, here's a day yesterday that has a lot to do with spring cleaning. Yesterday was National Pack Rat Day. I thought I saw that too. Pack Rat Day. No, thank like you. Another word for hoarder. The phrase pack rat dates back to 1885 because a wood rat will hoard food and random objects in their little nest. So a pack rat's not a hoarder? It's all the same. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I have a, I have, I'm, I'm conflicted about uh, my, my friends and, and acquaintances who, are, who have some slot, you know, some stash of junk or whatever going on or some, you know, garbage or some you, like, undone dishes. You think dishes. you're going to need it later? Or one other thing is that you keep multiple of many things. Like, you don't really need more than two of anything. You don't need three wine openers. You don't need three of the yeah. same pair of black tights. You really only need one, maybe two. So, so that can also add a lot to what you have. And then once you... There are all these reasons why you hold on to things, but basically what the Pack Rat Day is saying is let it go. Just let it go. And what I've let noticed... Let it go. Let it go. Don't hold it back anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's just slam the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop it. I just actually had to pack wrap my Elsa wig in a very neat um, plastic bag away with all my other wigs. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, it is also National Cheese Souffle Day. Did you carry? Did you cover that? I didn't, but what is that? I don't a cheese souffle. Yeah, isn't it eggs and uh, some side of egg? Well, egg white, so it's whipped. Yeah, basically. souffle is basically egg, a white sauce filled with egg yolk. Stiff egg ah. whites are folded into the mixture. You can add whatever flavor you like. So it's the delicate folding of it all, you know, that makes it a souffle. I Have suppose. you ever worked with egg whites, like made a meringue or? No, like I don't that? even like egg whites. I hate egg whites. I love the yolk. I I like. I've been trying my the last ten years to like perfect the perfect over easy egg. Because then you can like, then the white's cooked and you can actually cut most of it away. And you just have this delicious single bite of like salty, awesome, uh, gooey yolk. But don't you want to put that on toast? Or like, I put it in a tortilla or oh, I just, okay. slur- I'll just slurp it down. I like I mean, a if nice I'm doing my whole low carb workout guy thing, I'll just slurp those down. They're oh, so yeah. good. Low carb workout day, huh, Jimmy? Workout well, guy. I don't know. I go through these periods of like, uh, you know, I, I looked at a, a shirtless pic of myself the other day and I was like, oh, hey, look, I was in good shape then. And I realized what I was doing then was like I was running <laughs> like eight miles a day and eating like no carbs and no sugar, you know. Oh, it's so tiring. And it's a matter of like five or ten pounds or whatever. It's nothing. You could lose it in a month. But like. Yeah, the difference it makes and the funny, like, you, I want to be there. But also, when you're there, it's like, it's a temporary thing. It's to take a photo. <laughs> you shouldn't live there, guys. You shouldn't. It makes you weird. No, I had to Fucks tell my friend the drive. other day, like, like she was, like, emotional and crying. And, and I knew she'd been doing, like, hot yoga a lot and, like, had lost a bunch of weight. I could tell. And she's trying to get a modeling agent and all of this. Oh, and yeah. then she's crying. And I'm like, well, I love you. You know, take a hot bath, take care of yourself. And then I was like, and eat something nourishing. Yeah. Because I could just tell that, you know, for me, when I'm dieting or something like that, my emotions also sort of go a little haywire because I'm not getting enough protein, perhaps. Uh, May 20th is National Pizza Party Day. That's a good day to uh, eat something delicious. Pizza parties. Okay. You're going to want to do that. 
Uh, and it's also Endangered Species Day, National Be-A-Millionaire Day. Uh, that's a cool one because, you know, it's not like become, it's not like, it's just be one. Is that like an affirmation thing? Like, I am a millionaire. I have millions of dollars in the bank. Maybe you could identify as that. You know how you can identify as things now, like that are in your heart, in your dreams or whatever like that? Yeah. But I want to identify don't, as don't a millionaire. Don't walk up to go, hi, I'm Jay, I'm a millionaire. They just, oh, yeah. They just you know, go to these And besides, it's really not events. that impressive to be a millionaire anyways. Like, if you're a millionaire, you can kind of get a medium valley in that. Elon a Musk is like sneering at you. Yeah. Well, it just doesn't buy that much. Most houses are at least a million dollars in LA now, even the bad ones. You're listening to LAAF. Is it my birthday? And now it's time for Famous Birthdays on LAAF. Oh, it was all a dream. I used to oh, yeah, double biggie today. Let's just chill. Oh, huh? come on. on my wall. Every Saturday, rap attack Mr. Magic Molly Mall. I let my tape rock to my tape pop. Smoking weed and bamboo, sipping on private stock. Way oh, back come on. when I had the red and black lumberjack. This is Biggie Smalls. We played a couple Biggie numbers today because it's the big man's birthday. One of the greatest rappers of all time, of course, who set the standard, uh, you know, and uh, also started an East Coast West Coast war. And, Yesterday, uh, oh, happy birthday to Tina Fey today. She's 51. Love her. Love her. Still not, Great last name. I'm still not through all of the. You are sneaky. I'm still not through all of the 30 Rock. Um, I'm Your a recent, second time. No, no, no. First time. Really? No, yeah, I never watched it. I had a. I just. I, I hated network sitcoms at the time, and I realized why when that show came out because they were trash. I mean, they were epically bad at that point in time. So I was just turned off of them all. I didn't watch even a single. It had been years since, like, Roseanne, you know, the last good network sitcom. So I never, so I was so, you know, I was so not into it um, during that period of time that I didn't watch 30 Rock at all. I've been catching up on it. I know it's stupid 27,000 years later, whatever it is. <laughs> but, yes, the, the writing that's the point is like, you know, I watch shit a lot with the, the sound down and the subtitles on. And like you can really if you're a writer, you really catch the like really clever shit, you know, like especially when you see it scrolling by real fast and it's real clever. You're like, oh, damn, like they're really squeezing in a lot of little jabs yeah. and, you know, little stuff people might not even catch, you know, and that's what makes comedy just like any other art that's what makes comedy it's the textures you know that you maybe don't notice that make it you know really good yeah i'd love to be in a great tv comedy one day i think the writing's amazing in a lot of them and then it's all about the delivery yeah you I, can tell the, the the really good writing because they can stick someone who's not a com comedian like uh, alec baldwin you know, like, let's just put an actor in this role. But it's so well written that, like, bam, he's one of the funniest characters all of a sudden. Because yeah. he's a good actor and they're good comedy writers. Like, there's no need to come up with anything or make Jim Carrey faces or whatever. Um, no diss on Jim Carrey, one of the no, best no, physical that's a, exactly. actors. It's that, a whole other form of it. But, yeah. Who, who you mentioned... Um, 
he said something after the Oscars. Like, we are not the cool kids anymore. He couldn't be more right. After um, Will Smith punched Chris Rock, he said Jim Carrey no, was sitting there. No, after he received applause. He received applause speech. after he won his Oscar. Yeah. Jim Carrey looked around at the crowd at the Oscars and was like, you know what? We're no longer the cool kids. Like no. the Oscars are no longer hip. Like this is bullshit. Just Hollywood. It's the it's the establishment, and it's not as fun and cool as maybe it was when Jim Carrey was was um, up there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you know, my guess is it's just gotten less and less. If you've ever been on one of those sets on one of those jobs that are one of those big corporate funded shows or movies, then like you know. The vibe's a downer vibe. <laughs> you know, everybody's there because the money's good, but they'd rather, you know, that's not fun. The money's good. That's why everyone's there. Up to the top star of the of the thing. You know, it's really it's really kind of sad what corporations have done to the work itself. Um, if please you give me a job. Are born on May 18th. <laughs> um, you're a Taurus. You're characterized by love of freedom and independence. You're temperamental, loving, and exasperating. Uh, you make it impossible for others to be indifferent towards you, and you possess extraordinary creative energy. And you're never without an important cause to champion. If you do want your own birthday show, we can provide that for you through the Patreon account. We do um, specialized Whoa, birthday smooth. shows. Uh, so that's cool. Happy birthday as well on May 18th to Frank Capra. He's an Italian-American Academy Award-winning film director. He directed It's a Wonderful Life, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, loved Jimmy Stewart, I guess. He was born uh, way back. Yeah. Uh, happy birthday on the 19th to Malcolm X. Okay, sure. Okay. Malcolm X sharing a birthday with Andre the Giant. I'm here, you are here, but soon you will not be here. The Dread Pirate Roberts has come for your soul. Gotta love Princess Bride. I mean, it's just one of the best. Andre, the original giant. (laughs) <laughs> yep, I heard uh, Fred Savage just got fired off the show that he was writing and directing. It was the remake of the that the show. The Wonder Years? The Wonder yeah, Years. Yeah, they're but just with making a black, a black Wonder Years. It's stupid. Um, well, he was on board with it, but I guess sure, he... I guess. It's not make, I'm on board with we're going to make a bunch anyone, of money. But he um, is temperamental on set and will snap at the costume designers, oh. which I thought you would... Oh, I hate that guy. ...relate to, yeah. because you also don't like wardrobe people oh, touching yeah. you. Basically, they would come up to touch him or adjust his um, wardrobe, and he would snap at them and stuff, and so yeah. he got enough complaints that he was fired. But um, it is a really weird thing, you guys, when, you're, when, when actors are on set, because hair, makeup, up in wardrobe their job is to look at you on the screen and then go up to you and oftentimes without permission just start touching your hair or just start touching your face or adjusting your you know your microphone cord by your ass like i don't mind that part that's their job the part that i mind is the part that like where they're putting you in actual clothes you know and like i i just the i i don't Uh, it's never fits it's always there they have some shit facility for changing it it, you know they it's just a nightmare and they're always the dumbest people on set they're always the dumbest okay okay well don't i don't agree share happy birthday to you 75 pop singer still looking fantastic yeah, I mean Cher. She lives forever. She's she's an icon. Like Madonna. Sharing a birthday with Busta Rhymes, right? Why did they never do some sort of mashup? A Cher, Busta Rhymes, you believe in love after love. You know, some kind of hook in there. 
she, you know, you know how you know how it goes. Celebrating my birthday next Monday, the twenty third, are also Rosemary Clooney, an incredible jazz vocalist, and Jewel, another singer. I mean, they popped out the blonde singers on May twenty third. Just saying. And Mr. T. Turning 69, I pity the fool who doesn't laugh and say no, nice. I was following you. I was following you. This is LAAF. So people do like me? Yes, people like you. Do you like me? Why are you still a loser? Everybody hates Jimmy. Jimmy thinks it's funny when you cry. Shyman guy, enough. Now he's a very charming man. He's an idiot. You don't seem like the type of person that anybody would want to hire. I have a personality type that makes it hard to work for or with others. Jimmy is drinking vodka on the toilet. I'm not about all that razzle dazzle. Wear your good suit. This is my good suit. I'm having lately. Go ahead, please. Oh, just super quick. Did you know that Rosemary Clooney is the aunt of George Clooney? Okay, Grace out. Yeah, these people are all related. You don't get you don't get a job as a lead guy in Hollywood unless your parents were also already like rich or famous or some horse shit like that. So of course, of course, I knew that. Everybody named Smith in Hollywood is related, <laughs> which is rare, you know. Um, does anyone know? You know things that you look back on. Are you embarrassed about anything? You ever embarrassed about anything? Yeah, of course. What about lying, like like a small, but long, maybe you can recall one of these. I'm, I'm sure I can. I have many of them. Small. Oh, I have a good one. Yeah. I won't, maybe I won't even share it. But small, but long time. Like uh, remembered. Your, you remember it your whole life. It was so embarrassing. Right. Mm -hmm. As a kid, maybe, or, you know, maybe a poop incident in the pool or, you know, uh, somebody. I never did that. I'm I'm telling tales out of Grace Faye's. Well, that's impossible because like men's swim trunks have that like little underwear thing that would like catch it. And then there's these other embarrassments, right? You ever looked at your hairdo in the 80s, everybody? Come on. Yeah. Silly. I had a white denim jacket. It was a girl's jacket, Grace. It was yeah. a hand-me-down from my sister, and I loved it. I it was, was white denim. I like that. I mean, I was too young in the 80s to do the hair, but, but yeah. my sisters did. Yeah, that hair wall. You had to have that. And now we're embarrassed about it. And we look at those pictures, and we go, oh. Uh, and anyways, uh, later coming up in history is the story of Plessy, ver- versus, uh, Plessy versus Ferguson. Right? Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's in this day in history. It's like... Um, you know, when they ruled that uh, the schools, you know, being it's the se- separate but equal thing. You know, they ruled that the schools were going to be, you know, segregated, but it's OK. Everyone's still equal. Right. Uh, a major Fuck victory that. for supporters of ra- racial segregation. Right. And, and we'll get it into it later. And but it made it got me to thinking of like how many of these things like I feel that like being so hardcore about masks, you know, later on in life, people will be like maybe embarrassed about it or at least it will be obvious in common, you know, intellectual circles that it was the wrong, you know, it was kind of dumb and the wrong thing to do. And every and you were being a dick about it, basically. You know, it's like we have all these things come up in our history where it's like, 
you know, where it's like you're obviously doing the wrong thing and you're all doing the wrong thing. Like a bunch of you are doing the wrong thing. And like, do you have moments, anybody out there? Because I have lots of these moments when there's a, I said earlier how, oh, I'm skeptical of like popular shit, right? Well, I am because like, um, uh, you know, how often is it wrong? How often are people wrong later? You know, I feel that way. Okay, this is the most controversial one. I feel that way about the um, uh, people of color. <laughs> Calling people of color, people of color, right? And, and it's fine. It's a nicety and everything. And I'm fine to go along with it. But like, it's so freaking close to colored people that like, do like, and that's bad, right? And, and so, I don't know. I'm just saying like, like, take heed of what's popular that you're super into. You know what I mean? Like this candidate or this movement or this hashtag that you're super duper duper into. Like, is there a chance that it will be the PT Cruiser of 10 years from now? That it will be a punchline that people will be laughing about it? And then like have some instances of the per being the person who like stands out in the crowd and goes like, oh, no, I'm not, you know, like how, you know, I like, uh, like I posted a black square during the BLM stuff, right? I wanted to show solidarity, right? But that was silly. And it, it is a punchline now. And I, so I wish I hadn't done it. And I wish I had taken that moment to like think and be like, nah, this is dumb and this is popular and I'm not going to do it so that I could have that satisfaction now. Yeah, but when you're talking about things like, you know, the Me Too movement and writing racial inequality, like... There, it's it's never wrong to show no. support and to be on that side of history. Better to be on that side of history than on a racist I'm, side of history. Absolutely. I think about it in terms of something more superficial, perhaps like wedding dresses. Uh, a fashion, Am I going to yeah. pick like the most popular wedding dress that everybody has the same kind of wedding dress? And then in 20 years, am I going to look at those pictures? And, kid names. Like think of the 80s wedding dresses. When you're naming dresses, a kid, I bet this pro- drives you nuts. Or the 80s prom dresses, you know, like... They, they are horrible now. We look back and we laugh at them. So maybe sometimes with fashion, choosing something that's more classic or that would last the test of time. I saw a dude drive by and he was driving a Mini Cooper, okay? And he was wearing a royal blue suit with a sheen, right? This is a two summers ago thing if you're following along in LA. Come on, wink, wink, everybody, boys. Huh? Where are my fucking metrosexual guys? Anyways, like he's wearing the fucking shiny royal blue suit, pink shirt right? Totally two summers ago. You look stupid right now, all right? And here's another thing. That Mini mini Cooper, that's the next PT Cruiser coming down the pike. It's going to be a punchline. I've been saying that. I know I've been saying it for five years. You can go back and listen to the archives. But the Mini Cooper is the next PT Cruiser. It is. It has been said here on the podcast. (laughs) And let it be known and be true. Yeah, but... There's something about there's something about following trends that's interesting. I like the trend towards the new age movement, which is you know I make fun of it here in LA, but I'm actually a huge fan of crystals and and sound healing. And I I just was talking to a girl yesterday, and she met her husband at a sound bath, you know, which is a thing that we do in LA. So like yoga, hot yoga, or the organic food, you know, I like when in general culture moves towards these types of things i think eventually when it came right down to it you'd be far more embarrassed to have found yourself uh, propagandized to by a christian church or you know any of the mainstream churches than you would have to like have found wicca or you know something fun like that i think you'd be proud of yourself again for standing out in the crowd you know and for not doing the normal thing
Did you ever go see that shrink about your uh, anger issues? This is LAAF. All right, we're halfway done. Let's take a little break. Yeah. You guys want to have a uh, one-minute dance party? Yeah. yeah. And now, the LAAF podcast presents Today in History. Uh, the Tina Fey quotes are coincidental. I mean, honestly, I didn't even know it was her birthday until 10 minutes ago. I just love Tina Fey quotes. Uh, so I put them in there, and then now here we are honoring, right? It's good stuff. What happened this week in history? On this day, on May 18th, back in 1980, there was an earthquake, uh, 5.1 on the Richter scale, and Mount St. Helens in Washington State erupted. Um, It was one of the greatest volcanic explosions ever recorded in North America. So when I was about... 10 years old, I went to Washington State with my family and we went up to the Mount St. Helens, Mount, climbed up Mount St. Helens and went to the museum there where they showed the devastation that happened. Um, yeah, it completely changed the landscape uh, when it exploded. Yeah, my dad had a weird, creepy coffee table book that had all the like, it wasn't like Mount St. Helens, it was like the volcano (laughs) like dust and ash in every picture destroyed towns and forests in every picture but it was a coffee table book so it was supposed to be like i don't know it was an odd it was an odd buy well mount st helens is actually one of the big volcanoes that sits at the top of the long chain of mountains and volcanoes that runs down the west coast of north america so then there's mount shasta Mount st ashley mount st karen (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's just interesting. Uh, Geography. Also on this day in May 18th, Supreme Court rules separate but equal constitutional in Plessy v. Ferguson. Okay, that was way, way back in 1896. 1896. Yeah, when this whole country was a shit show. Oh, sure. Well, I mean, you know. But, I mean, eventually, even in their lives, those people grew up to be fucking embarrassed about that, I should hope. And it really was Homer Plessy that was refusing to sit in a car for black people back in 1892, long before Rosa Parks. Um, and he sued about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me sue about this, this seating arrangement, dick. Um, oh, this is cool Oscar Wilde, right? May 19th. On 1897, Oscar Wilde is released from jail after two years of hard labor, right? He's mm-hmm. always uh, comes off as such a, a, a foofish fop in uh, everything that, like, uh, you wouldn't think he could do all the hard labor. He went to jail for homosexuality. <gasps> yes. That was the only crime he committed. He was having uh, an affair with... Uh, uh, with uh, uh, some royal, uh, some marquee or something, you know? I mean, all the marquees back in that day were having some affairs with some of the boys around town. You know, that's what that's how you hung out. Um, yeah, I love Oscar Wilde. Incredible yeah. um, author, incredible playwright. Just the funniest. Hey, and like, uh, you can be brave by just being yourself. That's one thing is like, uh, you know, if you just be yourself and live your life the way you want, then, you know, you're kind of a, you're kind of like, here's this unlikely hero, you know, like a fat, foppish, rich Oscar Wilde, you know, like not, you know, not a hero. I wouldn't say he was fat. He was kind of portly. Maybe anyways later in life. 
<laughs> he died three years after this, after he was released from prison. Uh, I don't know how old he lived to be, but yeah. I just hope he's reincarnated now in like a 12-year-old trans boy who's just able to live his life from now on with some freedom because just fuck the past in general all this racist well you should all misogynistic homophobic shit just i'm so done with it let's let's move beyond yeah live your life with freedom no matter how like society judges you or like whatever the norms of the time are just like do your thing this is the you know, now that now that we have like historical records to look at, we can look at like every era of people doing their thing and catching shit for it. But fuck those people. Um, way back in 1884, Ringling Brothers Circus was formed. They opened a small circus in Baraboo, Wisconsin on May 19th, 1884, and then transformed it into the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus when they joined with the Barnum uh, circus. They it is are the now greatest defunct. show on earth. Yeah, well, it was. They're now defunct. They closed a few years ago, um, largely over the PETA's um, objections to their use of animals uh, in the circus, which I agree with. Oh, yeah. And also the highlight of that circus was uh, seeing the elephants poop. So that tells you how good the show was. <laughs> um, athletes are very good, though. You know, a lot of very good people. What do they do? You know, they jump up on something, balance real quick, and then they do a backflip off the thing. And they do all these kind of tricks and stuff. They're very impressive. Um, convicted sex offender on May 20th, 2005, Mary Kay Letourneau, Mary's former victim. They say victim here. I don't think you can use that word on some dude who's 17 and is banging his hot teacher. I don't think you can. I think you can because if they're not 18, children can't consent whether they can't they're make male their or yeah. female. So well, well, what if they're what if the law in there's certain places or uh, areas of the world where the law is different? Where the it's age whatever of the law is, is or is your is your morality telling you 18? I've always been interested in that. Different states have lower um, ages of consent, yeah. but it's freaking creepy. And I don't know the details, but I know there are states in the United States. So, so you're saying your morality kind of dictates somebody should be like 18, 19 before they're able to make their decisions. 14 is too young. And, you right. know, it's very rarely a woman and a man like that. It's oh, almost yeah, right. always creepy old men Well, and but that's girls. what I'm saying. Isn't it kind of, aren't you able to sort of a little bit more accept it if, since, it, since the older party here is a woman? Like I mean, it doesn't bother me. It would I would be angry at this man if if, if this was if this genders were reversed here. I'd be angry. I at don't him. think I I'm think there are a lot of chick. male survivors of childhood sexual abuse and unfortunately they don't get as much uh, press as female survivors, but it's you something like one in six boys, up. one in six boys before 18 and maybe this particular case which people like to point out was different because they eventually got married or were in love or something, but like yeah. Of course, most of those boys are abused by men. But in any case, no, you can't, you can't, people don't, people can't consent before a certain age. And so we should I support say them. 31. <laughs> Let's make it 31. You know what, though? Uh, Charles Lindbergh and that's uh, funny. Amelia Earhart shared May 21st. As the day when they both did their transatlantic flights. So that's good. You just had to get Amelia Earhart in. You just yes. got to mention her every single There's time. There's Amelia Earhart news every day of the week.
Um, I have been uh, watching stuff on Peacock. Um, I watched Language. all the below deck, um, below deck sailing yacht, below deck Mediterranean, and um, then read a New York Times article about how they shoot that show. This is reality television. It's reality TV oh, about good. these rich yachting guests, and then the crew are the stars, the ones that are working. But what I didn't realize is that the master bedroom of these yachts is actually just the film room. And so they're, they've got monitors, they've got multiple cameras going at a time, and then they're doing this whole thing with cameramen right in their face the whole time on this tiny yacht. It's just wild. Yeah. Um, I did actually watch um, that thing about Pam with Renee Zellweger as well on Peacock, which I thought was pretty good. It's about Pam Hupp, um, who murdered a whole bunch of people. Fascinating story. Like, Whoa. Renee killed it as a killer yet again. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, all kinds of good shows. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Um, but the one you want to keep your eye on, of course, is uh, Strange New Worlds on Peacock. Or Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, thank you. One of those P things. Uh, and uh, Because, man, hey, wow, they nailed it, right? Back to original Star Trek coolness, I think. I don't know. i got to watch episode two. They're probably going to go some crazy message or something <laughs> speaking of wardrobe people the icom costume committee did issue a very um a following statement for the public regarding the use of a historic d- dress by kim kardashian that belonged to marilyn monroe um they basically say that historic garments should not be worn by anybody public or private figures so it's a whole bunch of um costume historians and museums who say anytime you're wearing a historic dress you're putting it in danger yeah um because you can get perfume on it skincare makeup the jewelry can catch the threads um it's then exposed to light and humidity and temperature levels and then you aren't able to preserve that piece of history no it's not a part of the protocol at all to wear it around and stuff no uh so this is one of those things that's happening and this actually interested me because this is like i don't know some sort of wonderland for 40 year olds uh just like heaven you heard of this? This has happened right here in our town, Grace, mm. uh, over at the Rose Bowl, Grace. Mm. All right. And uh, I just is interested in some of these bands um, because it's an all day festival. And like, I'm not, we're not, they've given us no money. I'm not telling you to go. The tickets are actually way too expensive. I'm not going to go. But look at these bands. Cut Copy, Chromeo, MIA. I didn't even know some of these people were still playing. Franz Ferdinand, The Hives, Modest Mouse. This is a one-day festival. Everyone's playing for like 25 minutes to a half an hour, which kind of sucks. Because like I'd watch Modest Mouse all night, obviously. There's Modest Mouse music in every week's show. Uh, and Interpol. How cool would it be to see them live? You've never heard of them, but uh, or have you? Um, this Sunday on May 22nd, uh, we're going to go to the beach, but it is yeah. Museums of the Arroyo Day. So free admission to six museums in Pasadena in Northeast LA. What the museums House, are those, Grace? The Gamble House, where which was Marty McFly, or Doc's house. It's over there. Um, Heritage Square, which I've talked about before, has all those historic homes. It's an outdoor museum. The Loomis Home, the LA Police Museum, and the Autry's Historic Southwest Museum. So free admittance, you guys. There's a free shuttle bus, um, and it runs from noon to 5 p.m. this Sunday. So check out some museums. Uh, That could be fun. Yeah, um, there's a new studio opening up in, uh, well, Breaking Ground in the Valley, Silmar Studios. One of the reasons this company decided to build the facility in the San Fernando Valley is because it's near several contract creators, including 
NBC Universal and the Walt Disney Studios. So if you're in the LA area, you'll be looking at this giant building project for a while and then another big TV studio over in the valley. Maybe more work. Who knows? Oh, shoot. Scam alert. Scam alert. Ding, 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 um, ding, 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 There's a ding, new ding, one ding. on Facebook. I got a couple people who sent me something that said, look who just died. I think you know him with a sad face and then a link, including our friend Athreya. But a few other people sent me that too. I almost clicked on it oh before I was like, the link looked weird. It had yeah. like dot bit dot ly yeah, or something. Right. Um, so I didn't. And then I alerted them. I was like, you've been hacked. And sure enough, when I Googled it, that is one. So I think you know this person who died and then click on the link. So yeah. don't click on the link, you guys. It's don't do a scam. that. And also, if they're trying to tell you that Keanu Reeves died, don't click on that. Keanu Reeves is obviously alive and well. Jesus Christ. I mean, the man is made of steel. <laughs> uh, we don't have, you don't have to be scared, <laughs> you know, of uh, uh, Keanu Reeves dying on you because, hey, listen, Jane Claire Swenson's back, everybody. She's back in the party. I don't know what happened. She had to take a break. She's 1,000 shoes marching for justice. How many shoes is this now? This is fucking four shoes. Everybody, we only need 996 more shoes marching for justice in order to accomplish our goal. It's just a buck a month. Patreon.com slash LAAF. Join the family, Tamara Sindorf, Jane Claire Swinson, Donna Newman, May Cookrow, Mystery Man Jake Allen, Mom of the Show Cindy Simmons, and Ultimate Mac Daddy, Daddy-O Jeff Wong, That's everybody. right. Come Thank on. you. Thank you to our Patreon supporters. We love you guys. And check us out on Instagram where Jimmy posted that uh, absurd uh, election F all for politicians, governor lady. Everybody. Come on. <laughs> She, I love it, man. She wrote approximately 1,746 less words than Renette Senum. I guess I care about who's the governor of California. Maybe I should vote. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's plenty to choose from. You can choose if you like Democrats, if you like no party people, if you like Republicans. You can certainly choose. It'd be good to get some fresh blood in there. But you know what? It'd be good to get up, get out there. Be in L.A., be in your city wherever you want. We're listening to Around the World, Grace. Have fun, everybody. What the fuck was that? That was garbage. That was fucking pedestrian. We're trying out two new people. Well, it might not have made a profit on your gray spreadsheet, Alan Sugar, but it feels like it did because of the amazing vibe. If you're listening to this, 